When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson, and this is that nerd dad podcast. We have a big show today. Um, Charles Adler is my guest. And if you don't know who Charles Adler is, time to head to your Google machine. He's a Canadian broadcasting legend. He's an Emmy award winner, uh, broadcasted all over North America and um, known for his political takes. So naturally, I'm talking to him about country music. <laughs> because why not? Because when you find an opportunity to talk to someone like Charles Adler and he agrees to come on the show, yeah, take it. So that's this show. Enjoy. Everyone, today my guest is legendary broadcaster. Can I call you that? <laughs> I, I can. I, I, others call me that, but it's, it's tough for me to say. Yeah, that's that's what I'm. I'm a legend. Okay, so, I will call you legendary broadcaster, Charles. All right, all right, uh, so uh, here, um, thank you. Um, uh, listening to your called it a teaser yesterday of your new podcast, the first fifteen minutes or so before you launched the full episode with Ryan later on in the day. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned you're a big fan of country music. Yeah. I'm a big fan of country music. This was my opportunity to get you on the show. <laughs> so <All right>. where, <laughs> uh -huh. where, where did the love of country music come from? Uh, love of country music uh, came from my uh, six-year-old uh, mind. I was uh, raised in the big city. I was not raised in the country. I had no rural experience at all. But my mind uh, lived in a fantasy world created by radio, and I fell in love with radio, as, as I think everyone knows by now. But the thing I listened to a lot on the radio was what was offered to me late at night when I was under the covers uh, with my little earbuds in and my transistor radio pretending that I was asleep, but of course I wasn't. I was listening to what they called the skip in those days. Uh, skip simply meant signals from far away that you couldn't get during the day on AM, but you get them at night and they came from the United States. All of them did. And many, if not most of them on any given night were coming from places like Tennessee and, and West Virginia and Georgia. And they were, as you can imagine, country stations generally playing uh, music uh, for people who were working late night, all night. And that generally meant truck drivers. So I, I fell in love with country music in general and, and a lot of truck driver music. A lot of truck. It, I, Yesterday, you said on your show, uh, Billy Nelson. Did you actually go by the handle Billy Nelson? Yeah, I was Bill Nelson or Billy Nelson uh, because I needed a name. I had two other names that I was using. I was always what uh, some people would call uh, work addicted or workaholic. I mean, I didn't think of myself that way. I just thought of myself as a blue collar kid who liked to uh, work hard, and um, radio was my passion. And I did the TV, of course, and columns and, you know, all kinds of media, but radio was the, the focal point. And 
when it came uh, time to do a, a country show on the weekends, one of my, uh, my, I guess one of my several side hustles, although that's not a term we used back then. I think we just said freelancing. I'm a free, I'm a, I got a regular gig and I'm also a freelancer. So one of my freelance gigs was a, a country station in the Toronto area. It was called the CFGM in Richmond Hill. I can now proudly say the birthplace of Connor McDavid. Anyway, Richmond Hill is just a, a suburb of T.O., and the signal is, is all of them do on AM, boom all over the place. So it was uh, CFGM between 1 and 6, yeah, five-hour shift, Sunday afternoons, and my name was Bill Nelson, and at the bottom of every hour, uh, it was, uh, hi, this is uh, Bill Nelson or Billy Nelson, and there's nowhere I'd rather be than right here with you. I used to say rather, but I was told it was country, and people would really appreciate it. Brother, so I said, whatever you want. And uh, the audience was uh, amazing. Uh, there's there's no audience like a country audience. Every country artist will will tell you that, and every country DJ will will tell you that. If I had just wanted to to DJ work uh, for the rest of my life, I definitely would have uh, stayed a, a country DJ. And and Bill Nelson or Billy Nelson was a uh, was a good name. <laughs> did you did you kind of touched on it? Did you put on a country twang? No, did you no, did you no. lean into it? No, just no? just no, just just that that word, and that was just kind of a, a little bit of a, a joke between the, uh, you know, the audience and me. I, the thing about radio is, I don't I don't care what you're doing, um, you know, regular gig, side hustle, you know, whatever. Um, if you're not going to be you, if you're going to pretend that you're somebody else, that's just not going to work out very well. And I don't want to get into the the bowels of of talk radio here because some of it is really uh, negative for me, but many people really rip off their listeners in, in talk radio by pretending to be ultra liberal or more frequently these days, ultra, ultra conservative. It's, um, it's, it's a lot of uh, baloney for the most part. And it really does pander to the lowest level of a bottom feeder that, that wants to, wants to hear the hate. I, I'm t I'm torn here. I'm like, do I go back to country music or do I lean into that? Yeah, you can go back to country music. Mean, <laughs> because if you're asking for my preference. Yeah, I, I I'd much rather talk about Patsy Cline and and Eddie Arnold and Dolly Parton than uh, you know Donald Trump and uh, the the right wing ecosystem. I, I do that a, a lot. Uh, that's what I've been doing for for a living, as it were. And if we can get away from that to the more pleasant uh, side of of life. Uh, like country, uh, absolutely. But it, it's your it's your show. I don't want to tell you how to do your show, Joe. You you can do whatever you like. Uh, I'll, I'll go back to country music. We'll come back to uh, mediocre talent later on because I've I've heard you use the word mediocre a lot, um, in in kind of following you the last few weeks yeah. as you get in, um, acclimated to the uh, Crier Network. I've heard you reference kind of mediocre a lot, but we'll put a pin in that. Um, Willie Nelson's your favorite. You're, you're, you refer to him as your hero. Do you have a favorite yeah. Willie Nelson song? Is there one that stands out? Oh my God! Um, yeah, uh, uh, the, the 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 Willie Nelson the, the song that stands out is the one he did with Merle Haggard. Now, if I say Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard, what do you Poncho think? Poncho and Lefty. Joe? You bet. That's. Nothing. Nothing comes close to uh, to Poncho and Lefty for. I mean, they, you know, um, there's there's actually nothing. I mean, I listen on. I listen to Sirius XM. I've been a Sirius XM listener for I don't know twenty plus years, and 
uh, Willie's Roadhouse is Willie's my, Roadhouse. My, my yes. number one, uh, my number one pick. I listen to Willie's Roadhouse some days, all day, some days, 50%, but it, you know, it, it owns me. And um, every now and then they, they put a classic on that I've not heard. And I feel badly about it because, you know, it, one of the best perks of the, the gig was I could go into the library at any time and listen to any album, listen to any album cut. And uh, there is literally nothing in the, in the dozens of albums that Willie has, has done. There's not a single cut uh, that isn't uh, playable. I honestly think that if you just did a, a, a Willie channel, you're listening to Willie 92. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think there'd be an audience for that. I really do. There or might be a if you want to make it a little more. If you, if you just called it Willie 92. <laughs> Willie 92. Or if, if you want to make it a little more uh, uh, diverse, uh, you know, uh, Willie, Dolly, Patsy, and, and Eddie or, or something. But uh, if, you, if you just focused on some of the giants who have, between them, uh, cut thousands of titles, uh, you could probably have a format. I... I I have a soft spot for the song Buddy by okay. Willie Nelson. And uh, it's it's funny, but it's tied to a TV show, Parks and Rec. Uh -huh. Ron Swanson's character loved the song Buddy by Willie Nelson. And I don't think I had heard it up to that point in time, but I sought it out after that show. And uh, it just it just stuck with me. It just hit. Like, I, you know, I know Poncho left it, but there was something about Buddy that just resonates with me. So. There's a, there's a song that I think Willie should record. I don't know if he's ever done it anywhere, but he, I don't think he's, he's recorded it. And uh, it's not Buddy, but it's Honey. Do you remember the song, Honey, Bobby Goldsboro? No, that I song? don't. Uh, Roger Miller has done it. Roger Miller, in my opinion, does the best. Well, I, I'm a huge Roger Miller fan. <laughs> I go on and on about <laughs> Roger Miller. Yeah, Mr. Mr. King of the Road, Trailers for Sailor Rent. And uh, dang me, dang me, they ought to take a rope and hang me. But Roger yep. Miller uh, did the best version. Janice Joplin fans will hate it uh, when I when I say this because I did love Janice, but uh, w he did Roger Miller. Okay, sorry, gotta say this. Maybe it's because I'm a country fan. Maybe it's because I've been listening to country since I was a toddler. But Roger Miller did the best version of me and Bobby McGee. Okay, there I said it. Uh, and even better than Chris Christopherson. Hang on. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I. Chris would be the first to to admit that I think. Okay. Chris has never pretended to be the uh, the greatest uh, singer of a song. He was the, the greatest writer of songs. Oh, he's um, that, you know especially country prolific. songs. Um, if you want to talk about uh, the best thing that in my mind Chris Christopherson ever did, and it always uh, brings a, a tear uh, to my eye, and no matter who does it, but especially when Johnny does it. So if I say Johnny Cash, Sunday morning Chris, coming down. You bet. You bet. When, he, when he's <laughs> When he's talking about the, the, the church bell ringing and uh, the smell of the, the, the fried chicken cooking yeah. and uh, kids playing and, and, and people being with their, their kids on a Sunday and you're all alone, that kind of Sunday morning coming down is just, that is the epitome of loneliness. And if there's anything that uh, country music does better than any other kind of music, it speaks to the soul and it speaks to the lonesome in the soul People will never want to tell you how lonely uh, their lives are. I don't, I'm not just talking about people who aren't uh, married or living with people or have lots of friends. You can have tons of friends, acquaintances, uh, a marriage, a partnership, whatever, and still spend a lot of time in, in Lonesomeville. And uh, nothing speaks to the lone, lonesome 
than, than country, and nobody spoke uh, to the lonesome better and Chris Christopherson in, in Sunday Morning Coming Down. He also has a song, um, To Beat the Devil, where yeah. he talks about essentially his friend Johnny Cash and uh, maybe a bit of a deep cut. I don't think it got a lot of radio play. But no, it, 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 didn't, it didn't, get, didn't get all that much, but I know the cut. Yeah, and um, it, there is something about the way he wrote. And I found, even with Chris Christopherson, if you, if you, if you get his greatest hits, there is a soulfulness in his voice that wasn't cut for mainstream, but when he sings it, you can, you can feel it. And I, it resonates. Well, his best performance was a hit, and it certainly deserves to be a hit. And it was Why Me, Lord. Why Me, Lord, yep. Um, man, I don't even, uh, I, I could, I, I have, this is a passion, a topic I'm passionate about, and not find many people who can talk to me the way you have, Mr. Adler. <laughs> Patsy Call me. Klein. You can call me Chuck or Bill, for that matter. Bill or Billy, Billy Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patsy Klein, greatest female country artist of all time. Absolutely, yeah. Nobody, yeah. Nobody, nobody comes close. Matter of fact, it's not even fair. Um, I'll bet you, if, if the late great Loretta Lynn were, were sitting here with me, and of course uh, Dolly Parton, I don't, I don't think they would uh, disagree. Uh, the late uh, Tammy Wynette. Um, Patsy Klein, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not qualified. Okay, I'm I'm told that I'm a wordsmith, and you called me a legend, and, and all the rest of it. And that, that's very <laughs> kind of you, Joe. But I am not qualified to describe the magnificence of Patsy Klein. I just for for anyone uh, watching or listening who does not know who I'm talking about, just find her. You can Google Patsy Klein. Patsy Klein is not a Canadian news site. Google will not stop you from, <laughs> from finding it. Go to YouTube. You know, you, you've, you've got to experience Patsy for yourself. If, if someone else at a higher pay grade is qualified to describe what I mean, I, I think sometimes when something is so magnificent, it's like, it's like great art. I mean, do you want me to talk about the Mona Lisa? Should I describe the woman? Should I describe her eyes? you got to be kidding. Uh, ch check out the Mona Lisa for yourself and check out Patsy. And Klein is spelled C, okay, C-L-I-N-E. Not like my grandmother's maiden name, which was K-L-E-I-N, which is generally how it's spelled. It's C-L-I-N-E, Patsy Klein. Just the greatest and um, can move you. Like you said, almost to the point where you're like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to classify this. Is there anybody modern that you like? I have a feeling I know who you're going to say, but is there anybody modern you like? Well, yeah, uh, I love Chris. Uh, Chris okay. Stapleton, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris spelled uh, not not spelled like Chris Christopherson, not K R I S, but the more traditional C C H R I S. I love uh, I love him, and there's a Jamie that I love. Who would uh, Who would Jamie be? Oh my be? god, I'm blanking on his name. Jamie, Jamie Johnson. Johnson, yes, he's got that song uh, between Jennings and Jones. Between Jennings and Jones was was one of his uh, hits, um, yep. but there's nothing there's there's nothing that he does, uh, and I'm not a technically I'm not a, a religious person. I don't uh, I don't you know attend any uh, regular service uh, uh, of any organized religion, but in my uh, quiet moments, I'll call them my my lonely moments as well. I often listen to uh, religious music, 
And it's just amazing how many of these country artists are at their very best doing religious music. And I, I'd actually include Elvis, and I know Elvis isn't considered country, but Elvis is the king. He's the king of everything. Um, nobody on stage, nobody that I've seen was a, a stronger performer, a stronger connector with the audience than Elvis Presley at every stage of his career, even at those stages that a lot of critics um, made fun of. And when Elvis Presley does gospel, or Willie Nelson does gospel, or we're talking about Jamie, Jamie Johnson, um, Dolly Parton, Eddie Arnold, any of them, any of the, the great vocal talents, when they're doing gospel, they take it to a, another level. And it ain't fake. I've seen it with my own eyes. I, I, I've, seen, I've seen their eyes when they're, when they're doing gospel. Something happens. George Carlin once said, the best thing to come out of religion was the music. And the, I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a disciple of George Carlin in a lot of ways. So I, I cannot help but agree with that. Um, is there anyone in the modern spectrum that you do not like, that you do not care for? I openly admit I do not like Shania Twain. I think she ruined country music in a lot of ways because once, once the marketer saw, hey, I can make a little money if I just do some pop country. I thought the traditional sound went away. Yeah, I mean. Uh... The only thing I like about Shania Twain is, is I'm a homer. Uh, you know, yes. Canada is my promised land. Uh, I know what she does for, for Timmins. Uh, I know what she does for, for Canadians. And I do know that people who see Shania Twain in Vegas are seeing someone who, who, who really cares about being an entertainer. So I don't see her as a great country singer. That's, that's just not going to happen. But do I see Shania Twain as a terrific entertainer? As someone who really connects with the audience. And remember, Joe, you get to know my life. That's the number one thing I respect in any performer. I don't care what the, the genre is, and I don't care whether it's it's radio or TV, podcasting, uh, speech making. It, it, it does, doesn't matter to me. Um, there are very, very few people that I have seen, as I say, with my own eyes who can really connect with an audience. And I, I put athletes in the... I'm not talking about how an athlete, um, you know, shoots a puck or swings swings a bat. That that's a that's a whole different thing. And at the major league level, a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage of humanity, far less than half of one percent, can do with the professional athletes we see are doing. That's why I can't stand to see anybody booing an athlete. Uh, I get really, really messed up about that. Um, uh, these people who are, are there, uh, they beat the odds in terms of of talent, pure. Uh, physical talent, but they also beat the odds as far as mental talent goes. Uh, you have got to be mentally incredibly tough uh, to play at a major league level. But when they're on the air, when they're speaking into the, the microphone on the sidelines or whatever show they're on, there are some, some athletes, a very tiny percentage that can really connect with the audience. And it's impossible for me not to respect them. You know who connects well with the audience? Mr. Charles Adler. Well, thank you. You're very, you're very kind, Joe. And everybody at Cryer has been uh, very kind to me. I, um, you know, mentioned the other day that uh, my last couple of years of, of broadcasting, which were the the pandemic years, were the worst years of my uh, my career. Um, I never thought that I'd lose passion for public communications, but I honestly did, and. Um, when I uh, when I hung up the, you know the 
the headphones, as it were, they weren't, they weren't these headphones. They were a different set of headphones. I, you know, I, I buried them. I never want to see them again. Um, I never thought I'd uh, get out of that coffin and uh, Cryer Communications, Cryer Media, you and 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 Dean and 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 Chris and and everyone involved. Uh, I can't I can't tell you how grateful I am for. Uh, the support that uh, Cryer has uh, given me. Don't and I always it, have Charles. to throw in one other person who was my very first guest on on the podcast, and he's got his own podcast, and I always promote the heck out of him. He's, he's kind of like my, my, my the, the kind of like a son that I never had, and that's uh, Ryan Jesperson in Edmonton. But between Ryan and, and Dean and, and you and the folks at Cryer, it's uh, been a really nice week. That's good, man, Charles. You can make me cry here, man. <laughs> Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, we talk about uh, crying, and this gets me away a little bit from country, but not 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 too far away. And there's no rule here. We started with country, but who knows where it all goes. Um, you'd be surprised, or maybe not, at not the hundreds, the thousands of email I got in the days, you know, before social media, before people were texting and messaging and direct messaging and, and all the rest of it. Uh, I don't want to get into all, all the platforms, but when email was the only uh, mail outside of snail mail, when people, of course, stopped using that a number of years ago. So uh, for most of my talk career, uh, email has been around, and I have gotten over the years thousands, thousands of email. And, of course, I, I keep all of the confidences, uh, even when I'm reading from an email, read a, a paragraph or two, I never mention the person's name unless they specifically ask, and, and that doesn't happen very, very often. So I don't mention the names. But thousands of email I have received over the years from people who say things like, I'm a grown man, uh, you know, I was taught not to cry, uh, pulled off the road, listening to something that you said and uh, cried my eyes out. I've gotten thousands of those. So what does that tell me? Well, it tells me a, a couple of things that have nothing to do with me. Uh, it does tell me something about the human soul and the human need uh, to emote. And if there's anything that we can do in podcasting, broadcasting, whatever, but in, in what I'll just call public communications, if there's anything we can do that's positive, Joe, you, me, and everyone at Cryer and everyone else, is encourage people, encourage people to allow themselves a cry. They don't have to do it publicly. They don't have to come on shows. They don't have to go in, in front of cameras or microphones. They can just pull off on the side of the road and cry their eyes out. We'll end it there. It's Charles Adler. You can find him on uh, Twitter, at Charles Adler. His new show is out, uh, available on all the normal platforms. And um, just an honor and a treat for me. So uh, thank you for your time today. My pleasure, Joe. Have a great career. I uh, really, really respect what you do. And I really respect the people who are smart enough to follow you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. That's it. Uh, I want to thank Charles Adler for his time today. Uh, he's a very busy man in-demand person, and uh, I just greatly appreciate that. Uh, he took time to speak with me, and he's been super affable um, and and, sh and giving with his knowledge um, and encouraging. And that is, uh, that is 
amazing. I'm like almost at a loss for words. So uh, thank you again to Charles Adler. Check out his podcast on the Cryer Media Network. Um, funny thing about that interview. Funny thing about it. Let's do. I'll do a quick story. I'm not doing stories at the beginning anymore because I've been told to keep the intro sh tight. <laughs> so I ramble a little at the end. This is me time now. Um, and if you want to stop listening, go right ahead. But uh, I appreciate it if you do. Um, so the uh, the funny thing about this interview is I had been kind of thinking of ways to try and talk to Charles Adler, but I need a decent reason. I didn't want to just approach him and be like, can we talk? Um, but he put up this teaser episode for his podcast, and in it he mentioned his love of country music. So I picked up his tweet, and I retweeted it. I quote tweeted it, and I said, will that nerd dad and Charles Adler one day have a conversation regarding their love of country music? Only time will tell. <laughs> and, and I got a DM from Charles saying, if you want to have me on the show, just ask me. <laughs> I didn't have a guest this week. There was a chance there was going to be no show this week. So I was like, how about tomorrow? <laughs> and he was like, sure. Sometimes it just lines up. Uh, so uh, I don't have a guest lined up for next week yet, but I didn't have one for this week and I got one. So let's see how this all plays out. But uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Be well, be safe, hit subscribe, hit follow, hit blah, 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 blah. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Damn. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.